podcast where we take turns to do a report on something from history and share it with the others. I'm Lorna, it's my turn to do a report today and with me I have Innes. Hello. And Matt. Hello. Um, Was that an impression of Lorna? I try to sometimes but I sort of gave up halfway through that one. Because like, like, you know it's Lorna does it. (laughs) Every time it's like, hello. Sound like the guy on Frozen. Who's that? Goes, Pigs in my blood. <laughs> Yoo-hoo, Pigs in my blood. Yeah, Matt knows. The guy, he's in like, he's a... Uh, he has a little his, shop. He has a little family. Yeah. He has a little family. Ah. Yeah. Is he a snowman? I've seen it. He's but. not a snowman himself. He's, I don't know what it's called. He's just like a little... I don't know. He's probably called something like Sven, like the other one. Or Scandinavia. Yeah. Anyway. He's cute. What's today? Yeah, today? What, what's happening today? Um, I'm going to be talking about... Um, a bit of Scottish history today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm talking about two guys called William Burke and William Hare. Oh, have you heard of it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I also, I also have heard of Burke and Hare. I'm not doing it then. Why not? Because you obviously know it and I've never heard of it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah you should. Go on. I tried to ask Matt if he'd heard of it as well and he was like, when? no. Because I was asking, because um, it it's about Edinburgh, because I've never been to Edinburgh. Uh-huh. So was he really, really famous? Isn't there a film... There is, but I told you about the Simon Pegg. That's the one that you said Simon Pegg's in the film, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Literally, I've got a thing there saying, Matt, you should have heard of these as there was a film made in 2011. Simon Pegg, I think. That might be good. Yeah, go on. Refresh it. Yeah, I don't really remember. I don't, I haven't seen the film. I I just know the names. So do you know anything about them? What, you're going to shine some new light? Murderers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna shine. You're gonna shine some light. That's what we do. Hopefully, shine but I don't know because I didn't know much about know. anyway. So, well, um, we're gonna find something out. I'm yeah, I don't know. Anything. I literally know the names. The names. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're famous for their trade in the cadavers. Is that how you say that word? Yeah, cadavers. Like dead bodies. Yes, yeah, so or dead bodies. Um, so they murdered victims in order to sell them to the medical establishment, mm. and they're thought to be Edinburgh's most ghoulish residents. So I've just got a bit of background. So the bloody code is what is referred to as the English legal system from the late 17th to the early 19th century. And this is because um, there was large numbers of crimes that could be punished by death. So um, things that are really minor today were punished by the death penalty. And um, rich people were making these laws to suit themselves and they felt that those who committed crimes were sinful and lazy and greedy and deserved little mercy. So... During this period of time, there was a lot of dead bodies because mm. people were committing crimes and being killed. But that, so England or Britain? Well, it says English legal system, but it applied throughout, oh, I think, because okay. it, this, was, yeah, because there was later a different law which led to problems in England and in Scotland. When is this that? So, um, uh, Burke and Hare were around from in the 19th century, so okay. early 19th century. Oh. 18 something yeah so like one of them was born they don't know when he was born but he was definitely born before 18 he was definitely born yeah I'm he was alive he was, actually I don't know if I am glad he was no. born but he was, he was there mm. so in 1688 the number of crimes that could be punished by death was 50 and then in 1815 it was 215 so it dramatically mm. increased in just over 100 years no okay <laughs> <laughs> means to work on your maths <laughs> Um, and then 
It was also used to scare people from committing crimes. Cause, it does. Yeah, because it was like, if I do that, I'll get hung. I'm not stealing any. Not that you Wrigley's. would be anyway. I'm not stealing any Werther's originals from the <laughs> shopping. Mm-mm, no. Like, partly because they're horrible. That's partly being blamed. Werther's originals are perfect on the plane for popping your ears. Mm, they're so good. No, Werther's originals are what? No offence to old people, but old people give you an offer. Do you think an old person is sitting down to listen to this podcast? I don't. Say whatever you want. Old people like (laughs) history. They do. So, this is the perfect one for them. Yeah, okay. No, knowledgeable. Welcome all ages. Factual. I'm sorry if we offended. Ladies. All ages. (laughs) Oh, all ages. I was going to say, oh, you're welcome, ladies. Carry on. Um, and then, so there was like a high number of crimes that could be punished by death, and then this fell dramatically because of the Judgment of Death Act in 1823. So, um, the judges could now pass a lesser sentence, and it involved the judge passing the death penalty on the court record, and later they would commute to change it to a sentence of imprisonment. So, people weren't, there's not many people dying, and the number of death penalties reduced. But it caused a problem because medical and anatomical schools could only legally dissect the bodies of those who had been condemned to death. So there's now a shortage of dead bodies available. So like basically criminals, they could do what they wanted with, basically. Yeah, I think it was like they've done a crime, so they're going to be killed for it, and then their bodies will be used to like be medical, dissected yeah, and yeah. stuff because they're like, but they don't deserve any better. Because of this, there was a shortage Yes, there was bodies. a shortage. Yeah, and there was financial compensation offered by medical schools for bodies. And this resulted in a phase of grave rob- robbing by resurrectionists. Grave robbing. Grave, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I think I, I did. Craze, like the grave robbing. Craze robbing. Um, <laughs> like craze. Grave. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying craze, like mm. craterns. That's not the same. Grave. Grave robbing. Yeah. So this became so common. Um, there are reports that relatives would watch over recently dug graves of their dearly departed mm. until the body had started to rot, which isn't nice. Oh, um, nice. And watchtowers were installed in cemeteries to um, like deter body mm. snatchers. Body so, snatchers, that's Yeah, that's what they're called. So fun. medical schools offered more money the fresher the body, so it didn't take long for grave robbers to like expand into murder. And mm. this is, it's called anatomy murder and it's murder with the sole intention to sell the remains for medical research so the most famous of these murderers are Burke and Hare and they committed their crimes between 1827 and 1828 so it was only one year oh not too bad then it's only one year well how many did they get through in a year who knows um, they don't even know how many properly there's just speculation hard working I like that mm. can I just say we've had a we did like a Halloween episode a couple of weeks ago and then we've had a nice one with yours. Your um Zibar. Ziriab, yeah, yeah. Ziriab. And now we've gone back to Death. Death. And to be honest Mine's that's... a Halloween edition, isn't it? Yeah, yours was good on, for Halloween. This is just after Halloween, right? Yeah, Second. This is like bonfire night Halloween yeah. time. Oh, my good. uh my next one I've uh, I've already finished. Oh. For next week. That is also grizzly. Mm. <laughs> we've got three right. grizzly out of four, that's not good, is it? Well, it's history though, isn't it? Mm. We'll just happened? have to make light of it. Won't oh we? yeah, we will. Go on, tell us about some grave robbers. <laughs> so William Hare emigrated from Northern Ireland, and he worked alongside other Irish immigrants on the Union Canal, and then he moved to Edinburgh and ran a lodging house. So they're not sure what year he was born, but William Burke was born in Ernie, County Tyrone, in 1792. He moved to Scotland around 1815. 
but he left behind a wife and two children. And he also worked on the Union Canal, and some suggest this was where the two first met, so where Burke and Hare first met, but other reports suggest the pair met later in Edinburgh, because Burke moved to lodgings in Tanner's Close, which was in the Westport area of, of Edinburgh, with his mistress, Helen McDougall, and Hare lived on the same street. Great name. And he Helen was running... So Hare was running a boarding house with Margaret Laid and or Laird, I think it's Laird, and Margaret was a widower <laughs> who Hare lived with as man and wife and she was known as Margaret Hare even though they weren't legally married. And mm. But another different source said that Burke became a resident at Hare's lodging house and that's how they met. Mm. But somehow they met. They met, but how would you get chatting about that? How are you both like... Oh, they're both really like, oh, like, I'm going to sell a dead body today, originally. Like, oh, yeah, well... That is kind of what happened, really? yeah. Yeah, you're probably like, oh... So they didn't yeah. just be like, oh, we're going to murder someone. Because, like, people... Am I right in saying people knew that they were... They, they sold dead bodies, just didn't know they were, like, murderers? I'm not sure about that. I know they sold it to one particular guy, and... And he didn't ask any questions? Or no, he just took the bodies. Um, but he assumed that they were just from grave robbers yeah. rather than actual murderers. Yeah. Um... So, they, in December 1827, they stumbled their way into the medical world and body snatching. Um, an elderly army pensioner, known as Old Donald, was a tenant of Hare's and he died of natural causes, but he still owed um, £4 in rent. So, in order to cover his debt, the two Williams weighed his coffin down with um, tanning bark prior to his funeral and they took his body to the medical school at Edinburgh University and they sold it to Professor Robert Knox, they were appointed in his direction and he was a popular popular anatomy lecturer. He paid £7.10 and ten shillings for the body. So really, they've made a profit. They've made a double yeah. profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, double 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 money. Yeah. So uh, Edinburgh at the time was renowned for the spearheading of medical science, but the bodies were in short supply. And um, Edinburgh Medical College were allocated fewer than five corpses for medical research each year. So this led to uh, Dr Robert Knox and paying for the illegally exhumed corpses but so he thought he was paying for ones that had been dug up and mm. um, so they made this so this guy died of natural causes and they made this money and then they saw that they was making this money and it encouraged them to do it more yeah to like progress sort of so in early 1828 another tenant who was called joseph became ill um, they got too impatient to see if he would die from his illness, so they took it upon themselves to help him along. Um, they oh. gave him whiskey and suffocated him by covering his mouth and his nose while forcibly restraining him. And this later became a favorite, uh, the favourite method of killing the victims. Um, it left the body unmarked and undamaged for students to dissect. Mm. And That's nice of them, isn't it? Yeah, and after the killing spree, the method became known as burking. After William Burke. Oh, One more hair. Hair. Hair's just yeah, like, I know. Hair in would be pretty well. weird, though. Hair in. Yeah. Burke in <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, now they've escalated to killing someone. Um, and following this, there were no other ill tenants, so they enticed victims to the lodging house. They would target Edinburgh's poorest communities as they were thought to be unrecognised and less likely mm. to be missed. Which is a bit of a shame. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I've just got some um, stories about people that they killed and 
than how they get caught. Okay. Um, so two local prostitutes were invited to stay at the lodging house by Burke. They were called Janet Brown Dirty and dog. Mary Patterson. What is he like? Well, he's targeting the... What are they um, called? Janet Brown? Janet Brown and Mary Patterson. So Janet excused herself early in the evening, but later came back to see where Mary was. And she was told that Burke and Mary had just stepped out, so she waited an hour for her to return and then eventually gave up. But really, Mary had been lying dead in the next room, ready to be sold. Um, and heck? Burke and Hare were said to have gotten greedy after they sold a couple of bodies. You would do, wouldn't you? Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know. Um, an elderly grandmother was killed by giving her an ov- overdose of painkillers, and her blind grandson was then murdered by having his back broken over Hare's knee. Oh, which is so horrible. That's not the same way as killing. That's not burking them. No. Is that hair in them, that one? No, that's When you drug the grandma and break the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible. That um, is horrible. And then a relative of Helen. So Helen lives with um, William Burke. Lives with yeah. William. Helen McDougal. She... Um, so a relative of hers was called Anne McDougal, and she was also killed. So really, they didn't care too much Do about you know who Helen they killed. Knew? Yes, she did. She, she was in she on, was it. In on yeah, it. So she didn't like her. Did you say auntie? No, I don't know. It just says relative. Anne. Oh. <laughs> she was called Anne. She's called Anne. Okay. Yeah. She just... She's still like... She, so she was also Eric, killed. Yeah. But there's not actual records of how many people they killed. So there's just others like... They just... So I've got... I know a bit of information about them and then they just mentioned a couple of others where they became a bit careless and they thought it's because they got too greedy. So... A number of students were thought to have recognised some of the bodies and they didn't realise that these people were dead. Um, So they recognised Mary Patterson, the prostitute, and they recognised. Dirty dogs as well, (laughs) aren't they? (laughs) They recognised two other prostitutes, which were Elizabeth Holden and her daughter. So Elizabeth had been killed and her daughter went to find, like, went to look Mm. for her mother and she also got killed. That student loan is not going on my books, <laughs> is it? <laughs> not if they know three prostitutes. Wait, was three. a daughter a prostitute as well? Yeah. Oh, that's sad, really, isn't it? Yeah. It shouldn't make light of that. But it is pretty oh, well. funny. Not <laughs> um, that bit. Yeah. The student bit. Carry on. Uh, and then gossip and speculation grew with the students when Burke and Hare brought in a handicapped children's entertainer called James Wilson. Um, <laughs> I know James Wilson. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> he was known across the city as Daft Jamie, and it's reported that Knox denied this identity of the body. So he was like, "No, nah, it's not. It's not Daft Jamie." But he quickly removed his head and deformed foot during the dissection. So like the two things, things that, that people could identify yeah. him by, he quickly got rid of. He's just like, "Oh, was, when I when I dug him up, he was missing his head and his foot. <laughs> I don't know where they've gone." <laughs> yeah, after they've already there. seen it, just oh, someone stole a head. Mm. <laughs> um. So it's thought that Burke and Hare murdered at least 16 people and these would have been sold for £7 to £10 each. So they're in the money. Mm. Yeah. How much is that today? I'm going to tell you. <laughs> you sounded drunk. £400. Really? That's not a lot that then. Awesome. How do you know it's that much? You guess it. Yeah. Uh, but that guy owed four pound in rent, right? I would think that would be like two hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, exactly, so seven pounds, four hundred pounds. Oh isn't it? yeah, well done, thank Roughly. you. I'm guessing. I don't know, but uh, um, yeah. yeah. So it's a fair bit. It's gonna be. And they're getting. 
they're killing 16 in a year say that's just over one a month so they're getting they're not earning a lot of money from it if no, you're right um, they need know, another job on the side as they well they didn't um, they didn't do it for a full year oh they got not committed no short term contract yeah. <laughs> the last victim was on Halloween 1828 so they started in December 1827 <laughs> and they've killed 16 people so it's just over one a month yeah you want Halloween's a great time to go go on a spree I feel um, I'm, just I'm saying, worried about it's you. It's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, already it's been in when this has come out. Yeah. If there's been a spray, it weren't me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carry on. Can we so, use that car? Yeah, please. This was filmed before. <laughs> um, Record this before. <laughs> Go on. What happened? But so, it's thought that they murdered at least 16 people. But it's thought that the real total is much higher, and oh. they became known as the Westport Murders. All these, all these murders. Um, so it was all going fine, and then they began to disagree and argue, and this led to suspicion among the couples. So Helen and Margaret have been in on it all along. Oh yeah, I forgot they they were. They yeah, had but I think you'd have to be in on it because how would you hide that in your house? Like they hiding these dead bodies in there inside the house. Well, they must have because they invited people in, like these oh, prostitutes, right. and then they killed them, and they was waiting in the spare room till they had a chance to take them oh. to the doctor. Doctor not really I think so they must have known because yeah, you'd get a fright if you stumbled in like the spare bedroom like, I'm just going to change these beds for the next guest oh there's a, there's a dead prostitute on the floor there's Mary again <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah so they must have known so anyway um, they started to argue among the couples Burke felt that he and Margaret were being torn out of deals with Knox. Oh, Burke felt that he and Helen were being torn out of deals with Knox by Hare and Margaret. So they were killing him on the side, like, as Yeah, well. so they thought they was doing extra and getting, like, must yeah. have been getting more money or doing whatever. Yeah, kills. conning them, really. Yeah. Um, and Burke and Helen began to take in their own lodgers. So a woman called Marjorie Campbell Doherty was invited to stay with Burke and Helen on the pretense that she was a distant relative of Burke's mother. I've read that a few times. How can you pretend to be someone's distant relative to come and stay at the house? I don't understand. You like write a letter and say, oh yeah, I'm know your mum's your sister yeah. or whatever. And I'm your great auntie Janice. Yeah. Like, but like Burke will you. have been writing to her, like, I think you're my great auntie, whatever. Do you want to come meet yeah, me? Yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah. Is yeah. that how it would work? Yeah. I'm a bit confused. Yeah, it is a bit confusing, isn't it? Yeah, well, no, maybe she, maybe that's what he did. He just, like, thought, oh, I don't really care about my distant family. I'll just murder them. Really? So did he actually think she was his auntie? Did she know, know he it's wasn't? A, I'm very she, confused. She was yeah, invited to stay just, with them uh, on the lied. pretense that she was a distant relative of his mother. Yeah, so maybe he... He said so. Yeah, she might have been a bit old and just been like, oh, yeah, I knew your mother. Yeah. Oh, right, and said, oh, I found this But stuff. even though he knew that she didn't. Oh, maybe, yeah. We'll go with that. Can't yeah, because I couldn't really find anything else about that because I was confused. And myself. that's the end of the story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so she was invited yeah. to stay. Yeah. Oh, so I stayed for a week, had a few yeah. meals and went. <laughs> um, so no, happened? No, oh. no. She became the last victim oh, on Halloween. Halloween. Oh. Um, so other maybe lodgers... She clues. Did she leave clues? No, no. Why would she leave clues? How so, would she well, know to they get leave caught clues? Mm, well, they're arguing with her, they're mm. arguing for a bit. Mm, 
No, because she came. <laughs> she came. They, they were arguing. She and wanted then to give said, you something, man. She wanted to give you something. I wouldn't know. Because we were arguing, and then as a result of the argument, Burke and um, Helen t- dog, took in yeah. their own lodgers, and that's why they took in Marjorie. He came to stay when they're taking in lodgers. Yeah, and they had two other lodgers called James and Anne Gray. And they were asked to stay temporarily at Hare's boarding house so that the murder could take place. Which really, I think, is a bit silly. Oh. Because that's setting, that's being lazy, that, isn't it? Imagine... Slacking in the... I don't get it. Why, why is it... Well, not lazy, but, like, why would they ask someone to move to a different lodging house to kill someone? They're going to think this is a bit suspicious. No, well, that's the thing. That's the worst time to be like that's the worst reason to be moved you know when they're like hotel room they're like we just you go to a yeah. different room your room's not ready yet you're yeah. like we go to a different room we're killing someone in your room they were already staying there as well so oh, they, they so were already nice. staying there and they're like can you move to this one just I don't know yeah I don't know what reason the they gave but oh maybe like yeah, oh, we'll give you two singles then. back so yeah. you want to have a double yeah so anyway <laughs> these are real world problems yeah so they moved to Hare's house and Marjorie was killed um, oh. And the Greys returned the next day to Bur- Burke's boarding house, and they were told that Marjorie had asked to been asked to leave because she was flirting with Burke, which also is a bit worrying because she's meant to be a relative. So I don't know what uh, she's lost the plot. She don't know what's going on. So yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with that. She's flirting with her nephew. Or yeah. So the Greys mm. came back and they were suspicious. They were like, "Oh, she's she's gone." Um, they were told they could not enter the spare room where they had left some belongings so that made them even more suspicious and I think they were left alone for a minute and they did go in and discovered Marjorie's dead body under what the bed what are they playing at? who leaves us with a dead body in the house? yeah how like I don't know irresponsible how like silly careless stupid. careless is the word I'm looking for to be like right, we've got a dead body in that room Nobody's going to wander in there. They've got their luggage in there, but anyway, we'll leave anyway. They're not going to put under the bed. (laughs) Yeah, so that's what happened. Yeah. They found the body. Yep. Then what? And the Greys challenged Helen over the discovery. Of course they did, as you do. And she offered them a bribe of £10 per week if they could keep it to themselves. But £10 a week, that's big, because they only get £10 per body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she was really trying to yeah, but Yeah, the plan must have been to oh, kill them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably, sure. actually. That's a good idea. Sure. Um, and But anyway, they refused and reported it to the police. Kill, kill them before they leave. Yeah, sure. I don't know why they didn't kill them. Maybe, it was Maybe it's because there's two of them. Maybe. And they couldn't fight off um, James and Anne. Mm. Right, They're tough yeah. names, to be fair. They've, they've <laughs> grown up on the wrong side yeah. of the tracks, James <laughs> and Anne Gray. Um, so they reported it to the police mm-hmm. but by the time the police arrived to Burke's house Marjorie's body had been moved and taken to Knox so it was thought that um, Burke and Hare had found out they'd reported it to the police and moved the body mm. so anyway Burke, Hare, Helen and Margaret were all arrested and they obviously gave conflicting information so Burke and Hare blamed each other and get on the same page no, because they're trying to set each other up. They don't, neither of them oh, want to get in trouble, yeah. really. So they're not really bothered. What's the evidence, though? Um, well, they were really struggling. They did say later that they really struggled to find evidence. So their investigation led them to Dr. Knox. Mm. And the body in the lecture hall was identified as Marjorie by James Gray. 
So that's their word again. Yeah. Um, Janet Brown, the prostitute and friend of Mary Patterson, who died, um, she read about the murder in the newspaper and she later identified clothes found at Hare's lodging house as belonging to a friend Mary who'd been killed. Mm. So. That's as they stole the clothes as well. Well, they, they, they must have killed them. Yeah, and then just took the clothes that shed on or whatever. Yeah. Well, then they didn't get rid of them. Yeah, you yeah, think they must have them. They were a bit sloppy, know. weren't they? I know, it seems a bit careless. Well, I was sloppy from the start. Mm. Um, but despite this, um, the police did not have hard evidence to prove the crimes had been committed. And because of this, Hare was offered immunity for testifying against Burke and Helen by the Lord Advocate Sir William Ray. So he was like, we ain't got any evidence. None of them are going to go down. We'll at least get one. So Hare, mm. tell us what Bert did. And then Hare's free to go? Yeah. Okay. Um, not, essentially. Not a bad deal for him, was that? Yeah, he did all right. So um, the trial of Burke and Helen began on Christmas Eve, 1828. And on Christmas Day, they were both charged with Marjorie's murder, which is a bit of a shame on Christmas Day. It's a quick turnaround. I know, well. but all them people had to be in court watching instead of oh, enjoying yeah. Christmas. Selfish. Don't, um, don't start Don't start the, the hearings on Christmas Eve. Mm. Leave them in the start. Yeah, so they were both charged with Marjorie's murder and in addition, Burke was charged with the murders of Mary Patterson and James Wilson. So James was the boy with the deformed foot who the, ad- the students oh, identified. Jamie. Yeah. Big Jamie. Daft Jamie. Daft Jamie. <laughs> we copy that. Um, yeah. Oh. Helen was set free as her role in Marjorie's murder was not proven under Scottish law. Oh, right. And Burke was sentenced to death by hanging and he published his confessions in 1829. So he was sentenced to death Christmas Day, 1828, and then he was hanged at Lawn Market in front of a crowd of over 25,000 people on the 28th of January, 1829. So they wanted to tell him what happened. Yeah, so... Did he confess? Did not that impact anything? I don't think so. Surely him saying, oh yeah, Burke was in it as well. Was it Burke? Hair. Hair was in it as well, right? I don't know. I don't know if it was, if he because co- it says he published his confessions, but it might have been too late. Like mm. the trial's already been done anyway, and in the trial, hair provided evidence for him. Mm. Hair might have had one. Yeah. He's a hair, to be fair. Wow. <laughs> um, twenty-five thousand people. Yeah. A lot. That is a no, big amount of you're people. Not that like, today. A, like half a Scottish football stadium. Yeah. It's more than we're gonna get every week. Serious. Yeah, it's more than most teams getting mm. in England English football. Oh, I don't know much about football. Twenty-five thousand people. You not you won't be able to see them. You're too far <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah. It's not like you're in you a stand. Have the screens and the cameras no, in the background. No. You just stood like. Why? I didn't. I never understood that. So they used to love watching pain, and they used to love watching like people get their heads yeah. chopped off and stuff in the olden days. But why? I don't get it. I don't know. Like, what's the what's the joy of watching a guy drop? From like a rope and hat get hanged. Lorna? I'm not sure to be honest. <laughs> but I think it might be like a lot of people think they deserved it because they're like they are oh, yeah, the yeah. worst. They just like abuse. Like them. the sinful and the greedy you know, the and stuff. Of that crowd though, you like I can't even tell who that is. I can't tell what's so going on. So they used to like I get it, they used to throw stuff at them you and got like a big aim from the back. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, at the back yeah. <laughs> catapults at the end, <laughs> like you're hitting everyone at the front, aren't you? Yeah. So yeah, 
So we don't know, basically. No, it would have been disturbing if one had been that. This is why I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why I liked it. It's just just what it was, wasn't just, it? Old, olden times were just weird, weren't they? It's not even that long ago, 200 no. years ago. Just mental, less than 200 years ago. Yeah. I don't know, but, it, yeah. It was. That was entertaining. They didn't have telly. That was entertaining. True, true. Yeah, but I could think of better entertainment. Like, I'd rather someone sang something or... Zeriab. Zeriab. Yeah, I'd take my, uh, my Kindle. Yeah. Take my Kindle back, I'm sure. Yeah, I'd rather that than watch someone be hanged, yeah. personally. But I don't know. I think it's partly because they thought they was, like, the worst of society. Yeah, they were. And like, they're getting rid of them and like, way, we're going to be better now. People. We're cleansed. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, he died. 28th of January, 1829. And the crowd were loud and cheering, loving it. Yeah. Um, he was put on public display and then his body was donated to medical sciences. And his body was dissected by Dr. Knox's rival, Dr. Munro. Oh, why that? I know. Oh. It's good that, isn't it? That is good. Um, Kicking the shins for Dr. <laughs> what happened to Dr. Knox? Sorry. Have you got any on it? Probably... Yeah, in a little bit. Okay. Yeah. And just a Um so only a few people witnessed the dissection of Burke but afterwards students were allowed to see the body um, around 2,000 students had almost rioted at being excluded from the dissection so he was outraged and the day after the dissection the body was exhibited in Edinburgh U- University Museum for over 30,000 members of the public to see oh heck a lot of people want to see this guy getting I know, hated him didn't they um, to be fair, they had reason to hate him, but I don't know why you still want to see him. Like, it's not like that's going to do anything. Yeah, I know. Um, it gets a bit weirder. Oh, bro. Um, anatomy students took ghoulish souvenirs of Burke's skin and used it to bind books and used it as card holders. How many books can you get from one <laughs> human body? I'm really not yeah. sure, but that's questionable. That is bad, isn't it? I don't yeah. know if they used like, the whole skin to bind a book. I don't know if they just had like a chunk. It's like the strip for the spine. Yeah. I'm looking at my books over there. The smaller ones. But it tends to be quite big and chunky. Yeah, unless he was really fat. Unless he was a novella. (laughs) A little short story. What if he had, like, freckles? What if he had freckles? I don't know. Well, it's going to be on your book, isn't it? That's weird anyway, but what, would the it? skin not rot? I don't understand. No, they do something to it. It's like leather. It's That's what that's So... Some of his skin was taken to buy books and use as card holders. And Burke's skeleton is on display. Yeah. (laughs) They're ahead of the time. Um, Burke's skeleton is on display at the Surgeon's Hall in Edinburgh Uni Museum, along with his desk mask and the life mask of Hare's face. You say death mask? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you said desk. I think you said desk. Death. I'm trying to say it, but death mask. It's hard to say. Um, and a life mask of Hare's face. I tried to find out what that is, but I don't know what it is. So I don't know if it's like a reconstruction of what he would look like. His life, the life mask. Yeah. Because he was alive and he, yeah. Burke was dead. Um, a book was also made from Burke's skin and can be seen in the police museum on the Royal Mile. So another book. They're getting, the, they're getting their like worth out of this body, aren't they? Yeah. Ripping out, putting all these different museums. Mm-hmm. Um... Hare was released in February 1829 and escaped across the border into England. It was rumoured he was thrown um, into a lime quarry by an angry mob and lived out his days as a blind beggar on the streets of London. But these are all rumours, and another rumour said that the last reported sighting of him was in Carlisle. 
and his date of death was not known. So mm. he was like, he got away with it, but then it Good. sounds like he had a horrible life yeah. anyway. He's probably famous for like around the country and people knew what he looked like somehow. Um, yeah, he was famous. There was. I'll talk about some other murders in London which were based on theirs in a minute. Mm. Um, so he was, he was in England somewhere. Hare was in England. Burke's dead. Hare was in England. Um, it's thought that Helen emigrated to Australia and Margaret moved to Ireland. So they also fled. They've got they've got the uh, the long straw. What's the mm. of a short straw? They've yeah. done all right. They've got the best deal. Yeah, yeah. Going to Australia. Maybe not that time actually. Yeah, it's Australia's like prison colony at that time, isn't it? Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's what, yeah, but I don't know if it was it a bit earlier than that, Maybe. like sixteen hundreds. Yeah. But, but yeah. now, yeah, be alright. Um, <laughs> Knox was cleared of his involvement in the murders, as Burke claimed that he had no ideas, no idea where the bodies had come from. Yeah, but that's not a good enough excuse, is it? A lot of bodies are turned uh, Yeah, you like, just like, either way, they're coming from a grave or yeah. murderers. Yeah, it's illegal either way. What yeah. the where he's getting these bodies from? But he got away with it. Um, but you lot would agree with the public because they were outraged. Yeah. Mm. Um. Anyway. He moved to London to try and salvage his career. Who did Knox? Yeah. yeah. And he worked in a cancer hospital in London and he died in 1862. Hmm. So he he's the one good. we have the most information on because yeah. the others just fled yeah. um, after they got away with it. I didn't know they got away. I thought they were all, they were all done for all that. So. No, just Burke. Just the one guy. And I didn't realise because it's just them two that are famous but they're obviously their partners, Helen yeah. and Margaret. We're all in on it as well. I know. Cheeky monkeys. Um, so I think cheeky monkeys don't do it justice, really. New, new sort of serial killers. Carry on. Serial killer monkeys. What do I like? What are you like, you no, kids? I'll sit again, <laughs> Ellen. I, I wouldn't do What have I told you? I've got bodies under the bed. Oh, you're um, burking someone again tonight. Blimey, yeah. what's she like? Doing a burk. Listen, it. Uh, I hope not. I hope she's being sensible in Australia. It's probably not. I wouldn't trust her as far as I could throw her. No. Which is not very far, I'm assuming. Um, so, so, the Burke and Hare murders were followed um, by murders committed by the London Burkers in Bethnal Green in 1831. So, this is only three years later. Oh, there, there. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. Um, so they went. The group was named after Burke and Hare, and the London Burkers were a group of men in Shoreditch who started a body snatching business in the East End. Um, the group were John Bishop, Thomas Williams, Michael Shields, and James May. Famous Liverpool comedian, an ex Top Gear I was thinking that when I read it. Oh. I was like, this is that very is British. <laughs> I, I wonder if they're aware. I reckon James May is aware. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, that's he's the kind of knowledge he yeah. would have. John Bishop's probably clueless. He's probably clueless. <laughs> um, anyway, so they started by digging up fresh corpses and then selling them on. However, it became difficult when relatives would um, stay by graves, as I've said mm. before. Yeah. Um, so this would deter the body snatchers. So the London Burkers began to invite people they met in pubs um, back to their home in Nova Scotia Garden and they drugged and Nova murdered Scotia. them. Nova Scotia. I think so. Okay, Nova Scotia Garden. 
and they drugged and murdered them so they could sell on their bodies to various institutions. I just don't understand. Oh, do I, I just don't get it. Like you're like, oh, we can't get them bodies from these graves anymore because because people are guarding them. them. So maybe maybe we just kill people. Like that seems like a big step to me. Obviously, stealing bodies is pretty. Mm, it's pretty it's dark. Pretty, anyway, yeah, yeah, it's very dark. But you're not you're not killing someone. That's another step up. I understand what you're saying. But they did. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad you. <laughs> I didn't think it was that complicated. Um, but they're killing people anyway, so they've done it. Yeah. So Birkenhead is it, and now the London Burkers the are Burkers. doing it. That's a rubbish name. London Burkers. Sounds like they're joking, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Anyway, um, I keep thinking burgers in like the headgear, headgear, yeah, it's not. It's not no. spelled the same way. No. Um. So the London burgers worked as body snatchers or resurrection men for ten years. Um, resurrection men. Yeah, that's what they're called that's when they dig cool. up the graves. Yeah, yeah, resurrectionists. That's cool. Um, it's not clear how many the gang murdered or took from their graves but when John Bishop was arrested he admitted to selling up to 1,000 bodies in total which is a lot so John Bishop and Thomas Williams were the two main ones and Michael Shields and James May were the two so they weren't aware of it they weren't quite aware of it so the consequences weren't as bad for them how were you not aware that you were killing people? I'm not <laughs> They were just thought to be accomplices. Oh, so, so they weren't like, involved in the actual murders. <laughs> right, so just be like... So they mm-hmm. weren't aware of how they were murdered or anything. I think they just was told, oh, like, we've got another drive body. drive the car, they drive the car. Yeah, like, probably. Okay, pull up here, we're only going to this house. And then when they come out, they've got a body with them. It's like, well, just drive us to the, uh, <laughs> to the hospital or whatever. Yeah. And you're yeah. just like, oh, I don't know where just, the body came from. I just dug it up. <laughs> <laughs> just found it in this flat. Yeah. Screaming? No, it's yeah, nothing it's to do with me. <laughs> Put some airplugs in it with that. <laughs> um, so, the London Burkers were caught by a suspicious anatomist at King's College. They were struggling to sell the body of a 14-year-old boy known as the Italian boy, and it was obvious that the body had never been buried. Mm-hmm. So, it, what a time that... <laughs> You could have a nickname and just be the Italian boy like on the street. He must the have been like the one yeah. resident <laughs> Italian yeah. in Bethnal Green. Yeah. I want. I know a few Italian people at my work. I want like the Italian man. Also, I wouldn't name. even know like that they were that Italian. Well, actually, actually, I know a woman at work and she's very Italian. <laughs> <laughs> but it just seems really weird. But. His yeah, name I would is never be like, the oh. Italian. Oh, what's he called? I don't know. We just know him as the Italian boy. <laughs> I bet he liked it. Famous, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, well, he don't, he's dead. Yeah. So anyway, his body wasn't buried, and the gang were arrested. Um, Sorry, why didn't they bury him? Or because they'd killed him. So this, um, who they sold it to at King's College was like, this body has not been buried. I think this is a murder, and reported them, and oh, they got arrested. But the guy who was taking the bodies thought they were grave digging. The, the, um, the, 
uh, anatomist. Anatomist. Thought yeah, he yeah. was great again. Yeah. And he was cool with that. I struggle with that word as well. <laughs> um, yeah, so if the bodies were dug up, I think he's like, yes, Sam, bring it in. But if it was a murder, he was like, hold on a minute. A bit of dirt around his toes, bring him in. <laughs> so you draw the line where you, you dig up a dead body. <laughs> I wouldn't. They're I'm already saying, dead. You're doing less wrong. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's really bad. It's horrible. <laughs> I don't condone it, but... There's another, there's another step. Murder's worse, yeah. is what I'm saying. It's another step. Yeah. And he's done the same. He's been like. Definitely escalation. He's been like, oh, it's come out of the grave. All right. Chuck it on, slab. Because he's but, like, I need a body. Yeah. So I'm not bothered if it's, it's died naturally. Yeah. yeah. As long as no one's harmed. Yeah. In the dissection of this. So but he's reported the burkers, and the burkers are all. Yeah. So Bishops and Williams were found guilty and sentenced to death in 1831. So they didn't even last a year. No. No. Well, neither did the hair and the hound. Yeah. The hair and the hound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said, isn't it? Fucking hair. Um, the other two were thought to be accomplices, and Bishops and Williams' confessions saved them from execution. Oh, and they hadn't been involved in the murders, as we said. Um, 30,000 people saw Bishops and Williams be hanged in December 1831. 30,000. And their bodies were Increase. used in an anatomy class at the Theatre of Anatomy in the Haymarket. Okay. So they were used as well, like. Oh, no. Good. Um, the gardens where they had lived were open to visitors and they were charged a five shilling entrance fee. And many people took souvenir pieces of the cottages away with them. I don't what? understand these people, right? I don't think they understand souvenirs. <laughs> you get yourself a fridge magnet, you yeah. get yourself a postcard, yeah. every now and then a bracelet. You don't take a piece of brick. From oh, it. I like a bit of skin. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wrap my book in now. <laughs> I've always wanted to buy my own books. <laughs> this is the perfect opportunity right now. Do you remember that at school when you had to bind your books? Oh, yeah, you had to put like a map around it for the job. We did it I love doing that. My dad's proper yeah. neat with it, so mine used to look really good. Yeah. Well, then you have, you have to like have like a skin Christmas one. wallpaper, <laughs> skin. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't remember why we had to do that in school. No, I don't know. To look it, after them. Like, there were school books. Yeah. yeah, but we kept them, didn't we? I didn't give it back. You did no. what? You didn't keep your school books? No, I did. That's what I'm saying. I kept them. I didn't give them back to school. You didn't give them back to school? Why would you? You've written in them. Did no, your mum have a collection books, of like your school books? Your textbooks. Oh, I didn't back. You backed your no, textbooks? No, we backed our like, books that we wrote yeah. in. No, like I exercise yeah. books. Well, I left them. They were just exercise books. Yeah, that's what I we had backed, to do. Backed the, the textbooks. No, textbooks has, a, has a, like, a cover on it anyway. Generally, right. yeah. a little plastic cover. Oh yeah, a little slider thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's not really relevant. But um, <laughs> anyway, but no, you won't buy a postcard. Anyway. I'm not buying a postcard from this cottage. What's the photo of the, the cottage? Oh, of bishops and Williams. Yeah, being cool. hung. I'm just saying though, you won't get a piece of brick. You'd get like that's one of them cool. little baskets with really soft cat syndrome. You used to get to see them on your holidays. No. They were what so cute, right? About? It's like a little ornament. It's a little basket. Faye would know what I'm on about. It's a little basket. It's like got a cat in it all curled up and at the bottom it says like Malta. It's got a little thing on it. What has that Malta. got to do with <laughs> And you'd stroke it and it feels really soft. What? How is that a souvenir? It's not even like a picture of the place. It's just a cat. You can get cats anywhere. Honestly, God, you had Maltese strokes because it, it was it was soft. No, they do them everywhere. I bet so they still do them. So, so is her skin, but how it's is fine. that a specific thing? 
Because it was at the time. I think it's because I'm a girl and all girls had them. Mm. Oh, I, I reckon if I was talking to your sister, oh, yeah. she would She'd know what I was on about. I feel like the um, taking a break is like, you know when you get a souvenir that's just tapped? I once brought my brought. I once went to uh, Durham. It's not really a holiday. It's not far away. And uh, I brought back my brother from a gift shop. I brought him a <laughs> a, a bouncy egg. <laughs> yeah. It was like a hard boiled egg, but it was bouncy. But it didn't really bounce. You didn't want to drop it anywhere because no, it was it really hurt as well. Like it bounced it like dent the table. You couldn't. You had to bounce it outside, but you'd lose it. Anyway, like that's, that's what that's the brick is. You'd bring brick. it on. You'd be like, "This is a bit tough. What, what, what am I doing with it? Yeah, it's probably like pulls by on the yeah. way through. I'm like, oh, a brick. Go on. We yeah. need one. I'm going for the garden. <laughs> but I'm just gonna say a different thing, right? I quite like. I might understand why they got the brick because when we went to Iceland. And ash. We picked up ash. I've still got a bags. bag of ash. <laughs> Not just a little bag. I got like a massive <laughs> bag. Bags. Food bags of ash. Did you have a volcano recently? It was twenty ten. Yeah, yeah. And I think that one that made the sky yeah, black yeah. everywhere, yeah, and then it, it all fell. And yeah, yeah. And there was just like it was this section on the road, which was like yeah. get ash here, and we were all <laughs> like, teacher was like, yes, off we, we go. Like, here we go. <laughs> With our massive bags of ash. And we bags like of it. Two, but we're going to carry like two bags of ash back onto the coach. I'll take them home with me. What's that about? Exactly. Why do we need that much? I think I, I put a little bit. My mum put like a little bit in the pot. We're like, oh, we'll throw the rest of it. Who wants all this ash? Also, it's just ash like. It's, it's yeah. going to come again. It's going to stay there and then probably in a volcano again. Yeah. That's nature. You can work, actually. Anyway, <laughs> so what I'm essentially saying is we've done what they've done. Yeah. And in Barcelona, at the uh, the football stadium you've been, the new camp, yeah. they sell, as you go through, before you get to the gift shop, it's like, do you want to buy some grass from the pitch? Yes, oh, they do. Tons. Like, you can have this size square or a bit bigger. <laughs> yeah. How about this? And it's like one it of like a like a little bauble as well. Yeah, bauble grass. <laughs> Ridiculous. Bizarre. How yeah, so... Pretty expensive, I think. Yeah, but it is. Yeah. yeah. So really, I'm just trying to say we haven't learned anything. No. In the time of souvenirs, <laughs> we've learned nothing. <sighs> what about those sticks that go? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> when you turn you upside down, they go. <laughs> I do not know what this is. They're so cool. I don't cool. go in gift shops anymore. You won't like it though because it's tap. It's tap. Can't stand tap. Um. Anyway, so. Yeah. There was an anatomy act which was introduced and it allowed doctors and anatomy lecturers um, and medical students greater access to bodies and it allowed the legal donation of bodies to medical sciences so that was introduced in 1832 um, and this led to the end of the illegal body snatcher trade so that's all I've got to tell you that's really good yeah, that's interesting. a very good report as per usual I'm surprised you didn't know about Birkenau, but no, no, I think it's because I've not light. been to and Scotland. I don't know if a lot of people would have known about the Birkers. Yeah, either. So I was a, a bit worried there. that people would have heard of it because it it well, did maybe, seem to be a bit famous. It's a bit famous. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe our international listeners though might not know that. Potentially, yeah, because I've never it. been to Scotland, so other people yeah. won't have been to Scotland mm. and won't know. No. Um, do you have a big question for today? The big, big question. question. <laughs> Today's big question. Do, 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 do. I just think, if you were doing this, if mm. you were doing these murders, mm. what would be your best way of doing it? Because they've obviously done it all wrong. Right, well, I think we're both going to say the same thing. Don't be as careless. 
for a start. I think you've got a four people's too many, as in like four that are in on it. What that are in on it? Yeah, that's not do it on as a solo effort. Solo so effort's a bit much. I though. think mate Jack the Ripper got away with that. Mark Ken, he's never. Yeah, but he found. left the bodies. Their whole point is they need to sell them. They do. Might be tough oh, to move yeah, the body and stuff. You need a That's, yeah. But they just, I don't know. I think get two then. You and a mate. That's what they did. Burke and but then the wives. Yeah, but then they have the girlfriends or mistresses, mistresses, prostitutes. So they're old. You want, you want someone trustworthy. <laughs> Right, so basically, what how you're saying is interview. Out? Yeah, but how you would you bring, bring it up? up? You put a, an ad in the paper for male looking Wanted for single male <laughs> murderer. <laughs> Not adverse to a bit of milling. Doesn't ask milling. <laughs> milling about and killing. Doesn't ask too many questions. Yeah. Nice yeah. around the house. Clean, pleasant. Not smoker. Um. No, don't do it in your own house. I think that's a. Uh, a but do you not think that's a familiar territory? You know everything. So yeah. if something's out of place, you know to put it back, and you know the escape routes and stuff. Yeah, but if you just, but then all the evidence is in there. Like they've just wandered into you. Also, don't take tenant. If you're killing someone, don't take more tenants. <laughs> don't be like, yeah, bring them in. Just don't go in that one room. <laughs> Too late. Just, yeah. Yo, Make I think sure. it would have been fine being like, don't go in that room, but don't put the stuff in the spare room yeah. and then be like, you can't have This is stuff. where we're going to kill. <laughs> yeah. You've got to... It was a lot of carelessness, I feel, that, that trips them up. Also, put a bit of dirt on the feet before you give them to yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bit of dirt under the, under the fingernails before you, uh, you hand them over. It's a tough one, though, that, because it isn't just... You're not just killing, dropping bodies, running away, is it? You've got to... No, you've, you've, you've got, got a relationship with the... Yeah. The doctors as well. Yeah, you've got to get a dodgy doctor as well. That's probably the hardest bit to find. Yeah. I don't think so. I reckon quite a few oh, yeah, were dodgy. Exactly. They only get five bodies yeah, a year. Yeah, they'd be happy to. And they're like, they'd be like yeah, yeah, I'm having it. And they're like wanting to break, like they're wanting to be the yes, famous doctor that yeah. found the heart existed. Or, really? Yeah. <laughs> Something That's a, a big one, man. <laughs> big claim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. You're a scientist as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, like, at some point someone will someone realise the heart. Yeah, that. but probably 3,000 years mm. ago. But, yeah. But we don't really have a way of doing it. I've never really mm. thought about it. Um, I've not got a question, an I think, answer to your question. I think I'd use a horse and cart. To, to move them around? Put it under the hay. Have a little secret hat. Some hay on the back. To, to carry them though yeah yeah to move them around without people seeing mm. um, in terms of luring them in <laughs> you're witting your charm <laughs> I mean I'm brainstorming <laughs> but um, I'd probably just yeah invite them around for a couple just meet people on the street meet people I think it is I think like uh, throughout history killers tend to prey on these you know your prostitutes your, mm. your people getting the, what they call what am I thinking? Picking up in a in your car, hitchhikers. <laughs> right. so, you, you know what I mean? Truck driver. Who's that truck driver who killed people? I don't know. But mm. you know what I mean? These people who, like they said, they tried to do, uh, do they tried to kill lowly people mm, that people wouldn't miss. Yeah, I think that's what. I think that's the way to go about it. Just be more careful. Well, we've learned a lot from yeah. them. We've learned a lot from them, and I just have we're to not say, we're not going to be killing anyone. As you were going through that, it's not 
exactly the same, but it's got a lot of similarities in a way to next week's topic. Brilliant. <laughs> which is a, it's a bit of a sizzle, a bit of a teaser. But mine takes place in a completely different continent, different setup also. Mm. But it might have uh, some sort of similarities. That's exciting. If you want another sort of mystery um, that maybe you, you won't have heard of. Mm. Yeah, you guys won't have heard of, but I don't know if it's that famous, really. Anyway, I mumbled my way through that. Um, thanks for that report. Oh, that was good, that. We're very, all very tired, are Very interesting. Mm. I'm not. We're all ready for bed. I am ready for bed, actually. Yeah, seen your eyes. Yeah. Very bloodshot. But I hope we've, we've enthralled you with our tale. Or one is, at least. We're just garbage. We have just talked <laughs> nonsense. nonsense yeah. Very, very apologetic. Lana's done well. Nonsense. We've just kind of interrupted. Oh. I realised by the third time I said flipping heck that I'd said it about five times. <laughs> I like, oh, I didn't notice. Yeah. Did you? I didn't even hear it. He didn't even listen. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> it was away with the So, um, yeah, if you, if you enjoyed that, just give us a, uh, a review. Um, tell a friend, I always say. That's always nice. We get a lot of listeners around the globe. I don't know who's telling each other. Someone in Sweden's ringing up his mate in Indonesia, but we love it. We Thanks. do enjoy it. Thanks. Um, and yeah, just uh, give us a bit of a review on that iTunes or or whatever format you you listen to us on, and find us at Twitter. We we tweet about stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. Idiot at Idiot History Pod. Um, and on the email, if you got a bit of a spare time at work and you just want to chat, really, you just want to have a little chat with us. We're on, on your lunch break. We'll be there, yeah. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll literally man it 24 7. There's always one of us. We split up, so we have eight hour shifts. Yeah. That was it's good. It's tough, man. but someone's <laughs> got to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, that's uh, idiothistorypod at gmail.com. So I'm going to wrap this up now. Oh, I've got a night shift tonight. I'm yeah, you're <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no rest for the wicked. I uh, know. So uh, we will speak to you next week. So no, <laughs> we will speak to you next week. I will be doing a report. Yeah, that wraps up. Right. Okay. Bye. 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 bye.